on to So What Do You Think, a podcast where we discuss weird and unsolved mysteries and events and give you our completely unprofessional opinion on them. I'm Jane. With me here is B. Hello. Okay, so tonight we're looking at an Australian case which happened in 2010. And just um, as a trigger warning for everyone, please be aware we will be discussing suicide. Tonight we're going to look at the death of 24-year-old Phoebe Hansjack, whose death was ruled an accident. But many people have questions as to how accurate that finding actually is. Have you heard of this case? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, Phoebe was an intelligent girl who was raised in a loving home, but like so many others, her teenage years were, let's say, a little bit troubled. Yep. From about 15, she fell in with the wrong crowd, so to speak, and started taking a lot of drugs and alcohol. She ran away from home at this time and was living in a squat with friends of hers. She lived there for about two months before returning home. And I guess at this stage, she realized that that wasn't really a glamorous life after all. And she decided to get herself back together again. So she kind of decreased the amount of that sort of thing she was doing. But I don't think she ever completely got off everything. At age 16, she started a pattern of dating older guys, starting with a teacher in his 30s. From here, the alcohol issues crept back in and she became one of those people that has one drink and just becomes like off the chain completely. Phoebe met Anthony Hample in 2009 when she was 23. Anthony was a well-known events promoter with a lot of money and high up connections. His father and stepmother were both judges. He was 40 years old, so a lot older than Phoebe at the time they were dating. They dated for about five months before she moved in with him and she moved into his apartment in St Kilda and that's where the problems began to creep in. Now, Phoebe was quite an artistic person and loved that eclectic and messy home full of artsy stuff, but Anthony wanted that show home sort of look, so he was really, really strict on this, so straight away, like, Those two styles of people are not going to go well together. Mm. It seems like the relationship turned quite toxic quickly with reports of Anthony constantly putting her down and making her feel worthless. She soon sank into depression and struggled to get up and do anything at that time. Her drinking also became a lot worse and it, it sounds as though she was pretty much drinking all day long every day. In the six weeks prior to her death, she left him four times, but each time he convinced her to come back. Classic abusive relationship cycle. Now, on the day of her death, 2nd of December 2010, Anthony says that he came home that evening and found their apartment in disarray with her handbag, keys and security swipe on the kitchen counter. There was broken glass and blood over her computer keyboard. Now, he doesn't really panic about this, though. He does a quick search, can't find her. They have a, He have a, has a look around the place, but he just can't find her at all. Eventually, the entire building is searched and Phoebe is found, but unfortunately, she is deceased. She's found. So in this apartment building, it's multi-level and they have garbage disposal, I guess, units like on the walls of every floor. So you can just chuck your garbage in like this chute and it will go down to the basement. Yeah. Um, she was found in the downstairs basement, like rubbish room, 12 floors down in the room, and she had died. So it looks as though she had gone into the rubbish chute. Yeah. 
She was dead in a pool of her own blood. Her jeans were down around her knees and one of her feet was almost severed. It was quickly ascertained that she had entered the garbage chute on the 12th floor and fallen into the laundry room bin. She had survived the fall, but there's like a um, compactor at the bottom of it and she'd hit into the blades of it and that's what nearly severed her foot. Um, So she had actually bled to death quite quickly after that. Straight away, it's decided that this was either a suicide attempt or a tragic accident. She has a blood alcohol reading of 0.16, so three times the legal level, and she'd taken a Stillnox sleeping pill. So thoughts so far? Um, I would be a little bit more panicked if I was the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I came home to the house like that and blood present. I know. I'd be, I mean, it never. I guess her phone was left behind, so there was no point sort of calling her or anything. But, yeah, you think that. There would be a bit of panic there, I suppose, unless, yeah. you know, she's drunk every day. Maybe she does shit like that every day, maybe. Yeah. Going down a garbage chute, that's hectic. Interesting that it's classed as accidental. I don't know how you accidentally go down a garbage chute. I guess the implication is that she was drunk. Yeah. And she just kind of fell down there. But as you'll see, it's not really possible to just sort of slip and fall into this garbage chute. So while it's possible that some dumb stuff can happen when you're drunk, we've all been there, I feel like blind drunk and on still knocks would render someone pretty much unconscious, if not extremely woozy. You know, like I I have a think about someone who's three times over the limit. They're, They're a lightweight to start with. You know, they're a one drink wonder. Plus yeah. they've taken still knocks. Yeah. I don't know how good your coordination and balance and everything's going to be at that stage. I'm so, tired so, of thinking about it. Yeah, I know. It, just, it sounds weird. They did look at CCTV um, and they found that she had actually left the building earlier that day um, when there was a fire alarm. So they see her sort of exit the building, then come back in again. So we know that she you know, didn't go anywhere after that. She'd been, by the looks of it, drinking all day after that. So I guess the next question is, could she have put herself in the chute? Well, the chute was 37 centimetres by 22 centimetres and sat one metre above the floor. Let me show you a photo. They, they actually did an experiment of a woman the same size as Phoebe to test out whether or not this was even possible. And I'll show you a photo. We'll put these in socials so you can get an idea of what we're actually dealing with here. So what are your thoughts on that picture? Yeah, you wouldn't be doing that if you were drunk. I don't even know whether you'd be doing that if you were sober. Like, that's tricky. Yeah. That's squishy, you know. Um, so they did these experiments to see whether it was even possible to get yourself in there. And, and I mean, Phoebe was quite a small woman, um, you know, and this woman who was the same size as her did fit through, but it took multiple attempts, it took ages to actually be able to do it. And it was extremely difficult to actually coordinate herself to get up there. Like it took a lot yeah. of effort. Um, and she was sober and hadn't yeah. taken sleeping pills. Yeah. So there are huge questions as to whether someone in her state would have been able to get in by herself at all. Also, the model, like I said, she was only she was able to fit in there, but only if her arms went straight up above her head. 
So she almost had to do like a reverse dive sort of position to sort of squeeze her shoulders through there. Yeah. Um, but the detectives had concluded at the scene that Phoebe's arms had been down by her side. So there is question as to whether or not she even could have gone in that way. Yeah. One of the other issues too was that the door is self-closing. You can see there that it's one of those ones that as soon as you let it go, it will shut on you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as you work your way into the chute, it would start to close up on you, making it even more difficult. And also when the model actually did manage to do it, it jammed her fingers as she went down because it came like it closed pretty quickly after she moved past that point. Yeah. So, yeah, what are your thoughts so far? Uh, it all would have had to have worked perfectly to, mm-hmm. for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, having, yeah, I just don't see that happening when you're that intoxicated. Yeah. Have other I mean- things in the system. Yeah, I know. It's like, I don't think I have any coordination when I'm that drunk. I mean, I have not been that drunk in a really, really long time, I'm glad to say. Um, I, I kind of am at the point in my age where, like, I feel sick before I start getting drunk now. So yeah. <laughs> it kind of limits how much I can drink these days. But back in the good old days, you know, I, I just don't think I would have been able to coordinate myself at the best of times, let alone when I'm blind drunk, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and also to me, like, Going into a garbage chute's a weird thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other part of it as well. Like, why? What's the... Yeah. What would be the point? Exactly. Mm. Well, like I said, the police ruled no foul play immediately. It was only when questions were being asked by the family after afterwards that people started to look a little bit deeper into the case and actually ask some questions. Yeah. A few things that were discovered. Um, And these were things that were overlooked by investigators, by the way. The police didn't seize any electronics. And and when Phoebe's family finally got her laptop, they discovered that all of her outgoing emails had been deleted. Her phone was never found. And although CCTV inside the building was looked at, nothing was taken from around the block. So nobody had seen if anyone else had entered the building or anything. There were two glasses on the kitchen bench, but none were dusted for fingerprints. So they couldn't have even seen if somebody else might have been there, you know, and had something to do with it. Pretty basic stuff, really, as far as investigations go. Yeah. Now, because there was broken glass and blood in the apartment, the police's theory was that she had gone to the garbage chute and she went in there to throw the glass in there and somehow ended up going in herself. So accidentally falling in. However, there was no blood or fingerprints found on the garbage chute handle and no glass found in the rubbish around her. So potentially that didn't happen. Phoebe also had bruises on her arms, but she, I mean, by the looks of it, she looked like she was in a DV relationship. So who knows when she would have got those. Yeah. It's pretty clear that the police really missed some stuff here. So, you know, it's a classic case of, Police going in, being completely myopic, deciding what happened when they first look at it, and then that's the end of the story, you know? They don't look at anything else. Yeah. The coroner ultimately found that she had climbed in unassisted into the chute while in a sleepwalking state, and she accidentally fell to her death. Her death was officially ruled as being a death by misadventure. So how are we feeling about all of this, about the police and the coroner and the rulings and everything and this idea that she somehow accidentally fell in there? I don't see how you could accidentally fall in there. 
I just don't feel, yeah, I don't know, not feet first anyway. No. You don't accidentally fall in feet. Like they can't have it both ways. Either she yeah. fell in accidentally head first or she went in deliberately feet first. You don't fall into something feet first. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah, I don't know. Can you think of any other way? Well, obviously she was put in there. Well, that's another possibility. And they did actually do an experiment and get someone to try and put this woman in there as well. And it was actually a lot harder. I'm feeling like the police were really out to lunch on this one. I mean, what the hell? We know that Anthony didn't come home until six in the evening. And unfortunately, the finding was that she died sometime between 12 and seven. So that's a really big time slot. We can't even, I'm surprised that they couldn't pin it down further, actually. Yeah. With forensics, with all the technology we have, I don't know how you, you do a seven-hour time slot. That's weird to me. Yeah. We know that she'd been drinking all day, so did he come home and find her drunk and have an argument with her? It just triggered him maybe. Yeah. I mean, to me, the difficulty level of somebody putting someone in that shoot would be almost impossible. It's at least a two-person job in my mind, like to yeah. get someone in there. Someone's got to hold open the shoot and the other one's got to sort of feed her into it, I guess. Yeah. And like I said, when they did the experiment, it was almost impossible to to actually, you know, get her to go in there with one person. It's such a weird way to kill someone too, don't you think? I mean, if you're going for an accidental death, why not just push her off the balcony? She was blind drunk. That's easy to buy, you know. But even to try and end your life that way, you can't necessarily guarantee that you're going to die. I think we can agree that. Given her state of inebriation, she wouldn't have been thinking clearly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just don't buy it as a suicide tactic. Like like I said, the balcony, you're 12 stories up. The balcony's right there. You, you know, either he could have easily pushed her off or if she wanted to end it, she could have jumped off that balcony, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, as far as him stuffing her in there, like, not only is it almost impossible to actually think of the logistics of it, but like you're in an area with other apartments, like the the risk that other people will walk past and see you doing it is quite high, I would imagine. So that, that's just really risky as far as I'm concerned. Um, I think that given the nature of their relationship, it's easy just to blame him because he sounds like an asshole. Mm. Um, I just need more than that though, you know, like it's, being an asshole doesn't instantly mean you're a murderer, you know? I mean, it goes back to like the whole Michael Peterson case that we talked about with the staircase. Like, are we being sort of having our judgment clouded because this guy's a narcissist, you know, like because they're a piece of shit basically and dodgy shit's happened in their past without actually just looking at the evidence for what it is, you know? I can see that deleting emails is something he could have done just to cover up what an asshole he was, though. You know, maybe it was just sort of back and forth between them where they were abusing each other and he didn't want to look like the abusive boyfriend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess our options are she went in there deliberately to complete suicide, she accidentally fell in there or someone put her in there. What do you think? Or she went in there to prove a point, make a point. What's the point, though? What would that point be? Maybe he told her she was garbage. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess that's an, that is one side of things that could sell a someone else putting her in their argument. Like, here you go, you're going in there because you're garbage. But even putting yourself in there. 
yeah maybe tell me i'm garbage then fine i'm gonna be garbage in a drunken state of mind hmm yeah i guess that's goes wrong the biggest question i have is actually like how do they know that she went in feet first is this just an an assumption that was made because her foot was injured like i i don't know why they made that decision could have been injured either way i don't see how they can yeah, that's it. And I think that that's a big sticking that. point. It's a big sticking point for me because I just don't think that someone in her state would have been able to manoeuvre themselves in feet first. I really, really don't. No, I don't see that. Looking at those pictures of the other person trying to do it, I probably <laughs> couldn't even do that sober, let alone. I know. Well. It looked really, really tricky, you know. Um, so, And I've not, I don't think I've handled one of those particular garbage disposals but i've handled something along the lines of that i can't put my finger on what it oh, was like bank deposit when you take the bank deposit for oh, the gosh, they are like yeah, yeah they are heavy as so yeah. i think maybe like in a hospital i've handled something like that mm. hospital if some old hospitals will have things like that and they're really heavy yeah and the spring back on those is strong yeah like yeah it's yeah, I know. Been easy to do. Yeah, exactly. I don't know that a person could put another person in there by themselves. So either if this was a murder and someone's put her in there, then th- that person had help, I think. Yeah. Right? Like they had someone to hold it open to help put her in there or whatever. But as far as putting herself in there goes, the only way it works for me, whether it was deliberate or accidental, was if she went head first. Yeah. You know, and I can see that. I can see her, like, in uh, Still Knox alcohol stupor, just sort of slumping over the top as she was putting something in the bin and just sort of falling in that way, sort of sliding yeah, in. Yeah, I don't see. I can't. Yeah. Head first, not feet first. Yeah. And how do they know that her arms were next to her body? Like, I don't know how you can know that. I really don't. And it sounds as though she wouldn't physically have been able to fit if they were. So I think that the problem with this case is the police just made way too many assumptions. Yeah. And then they became gospel. Yeah. Um, I think it's totally possible that she could have gone in head first and still cut her foot. Just depends on the way that she lands, you know? Yeah. You'd think that all of her would have got cut up if she'd gone through a bloody chomping blades. Mm-hmm. I think that it's worth considering the possibility that she could have done it herself. I think we need to consider that possibility because, you know, I can see her in a sleepwalking sort of haze and just sort of sliding on in there, you know, is it's it's a lot less involved than going in feet first, put it that way. Yeah. She had been depressed and suicidal and still Knox doesn't have a great reputation when it comes to making those feelings worse. Um, that along with alcohol may have just been like a split second decision to take a header down the chute, you yeah. know. They say a lot of times when people do complete suicide, it is literally a split-second thing. I mean, some people do plan it, but other people, people that sort of have survived or they've done studies on people that have survived or someone's intervened and within a few minutes they don't want to do it anymore. It's just that in that moment it was just too strong, you know. So, you know, maybe she's completely drugged up, she's depressed already, and she just decides just to slide on in. I don't know. So, yeah, do you think it was something that she could have done herself? Not yes, but not in the way the police. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. We do know that, you know, Anthony was involved in 
you know, some dodgy circles as well. We know that being in those circles does increase your risk as far as victimology goes. So maybe this was a pissed the wrong person off, pissed off a drug dealer, something like that. Um, We know that she ran in those circles as well. So it's possible someone else was involved. But like I said, my two two possibilities are more than one person put her in there and she was unconscious when it happened. Because as soon as someone starts kicking, there's no chance. Like no matter how many people are putting you in there, if you start kicking and screaming, they're not going to be able to do that. Um, Or she accidentally fell in, but she went head first, not feet first, like the, the police said. So yeah, that's that's they're my two possibilities. What's your verdict? Um, I just think it was her and an accident. Yeah, it sounds like it's me. I don't even know if it was a suicide attempt or not. I just I think more likely to be a stupid spur of the moment action done out of anger. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think Anthony wasn't a great guy, and it sounds like their relationship was really toxic. So you know. There's a lot of evidence here that she wasn't in a good place. Yeah. As a side note, um, and I've added this now after our conclusions so that it didn't taint things. In 2018, 51-year-old Anthony was dating a 25-year-old Bailey Schneider when she was found dead in her parents' home having hung herself. It was found to be not suspicious and self-inflicted. And although it's easy to sort of have a see here, he kills his girlfriend's moment, like we were saying with Michael Peterson, I just don't think we need to jump to conclusions here. You know, Bailey was into the drug scene too and having just she had just broken up with Anthony apparently. So it looks as though, to me, what this says is that he's got a history of toxic relationships with young, vulnerable women who have yeah. got drug problems and they're easy to manipulate to me. Yeah, I think you've got to look at the whole picture, not just the the same, like, oh, look, we have the same person, the same contributing factor. There's yeah. also a whole bunch of other factors. There's yeah. a type. He's a type and he's attracting a type. And, yep. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm not 100% sure on just one theory. Um, I guess if I had to completely put my money down, it would probably be that she accidentally went in because I just think that it would be impossible to get someone in there by yourself. So, unfortunately, I don't know why the police decided it had to be feet first. If it was feet first, then no, I don't buy that she put herself in there. Yeah. I don't know. They never said what their evidence was for that, so I am unsure. Yeah. But anyway, everyone, let us know what you think and um, do you think that Phoebe went in there through her own sort of Drug, drug and alcohol use and just sort of passing out in there, put herself in there, or did Anthony or someone else get involved in it? So come and see us on socials and let us know what you think. Until then, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.